Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. All right, Lewis, I'm just going to put my mat away and hang on. Get... Oh, this is recording. Okay, so welcome, uh, Lewis. How do you feel uh, about uh, Joe Biden being president before we before I rip apart the Spartans and the Wolverines, huh? Well, I mean, I'm just glad to say that it's over. I mean, you know, this has been a very chaotic week. I'm just glad we can put this behind us. Thank God. Yeah. Probably a, a chaotic four years. Yeah. More like a chaotic four years instead of just a chaotic week. Mm. Think about this. Okay. Okay, so Michigan loses to Indiana thirty-eight to twenty-one. Their defense Wolverines defense, jeez, yeah. They suck. It sucks. Don Brown, fire his ass. Jim Har Jim Harbaugh coddles him at the saying quote quote I love our coaching staff unquote in our press conference. Harbaugh keeps licking Don Brown's dick. Jeez, this is it's the same shit. What do you know? Um, Michigan's probably going to finish like way under 500 if this continues, if this shit continues. Uh, Michigan State Spartans got annihilated by the Iowa Hawkeyes 49-7. to they, they had no preparation whatsoever heading into Kinnick Stadium. None. Not a single hair. Not a single flea of preparation. No Surrey Bob. Just nothing. Only one touchdown, 49 points allowed. Jeez. Iowa's destroyed Michigan State plenty of times in the past, just in this fashion. Once under Mark D'Antonio, a few times under John L. Smith and Bobby Williams, and now Mel Tucker. So, um, yeah, that's all I have. For Michigan and Michigan State.
Lions are gonna probably gonna lose to the Vikings. So, uh, oh, oh, one more thing. Stafford's gonna play um, tomorrow. Remember, he yeah, tested positive. He tested positive earlier this week, and now he tested negative yesterday. Negative yesterday. Negative test. So yeah, that tells you that tells you why Stafford's gonna play. And the Lions are gonna have Emerson Everson Griffin play on the defensive front. So there's a defensive upside. Um it'll be interesting to see when the Lions take on the Vikings at US Bank Stadium tomorrow afternoon at one on your local Fox affiliate everywhere in America and, and the world as well. So, with that being said, Louis Tenor, you've got the National Sports Report. Take it away. All right. Good evening, everybody. I think I'll start off with games that happened on Wednesday because it did involve some Michigan teams. Uh, to start off with, Kent State beat Eastern Michigan 27-23. to Western Michigan had a field day with Akron 58-13. And your Central Michigan Chippewas uh, held on to beat Ohio 30-27. to that was on uh, Wednesday's games. It's not unusual to have games on uh, Wednesdays and uh, Tuesdays this time of year as we get set towards the end of the conference, uh, end of the regular season. On to this week's games. If you want to talk about Annihilation, number seven, Texas A&M, beat the Panthers of South Carolina 48-3. Oh, boy. Kalen Mond had 224 uh, passing yards, four touchdowns. Isaiah Miller had 131 rushing yards, and Devon Tenney, 70 receiving yards and one touchdown. Good game here. Iowa State held on to be Baylor, 38-31. Charlie Brewer had 295 passing yards, three touchdowns. Reese Hall had 133 rushing yards and two touchdowns, and R.J. Sneed had 93 receiving yards and one touchdown. we got a battle here between Clemson and Notre Dame, two top five teams battling out. The winner, I think, is going to get number one. It is tied at 26 right now. Oh, oh boy. D.J. Yugafield has 366 passing yards, two touchdowns. Tyreen Williams, 123 rushing yards and one touchdown. And Cornell Powell, 122 receiving yards and one touchdown. What a game. Back to reality, the Ohio State Buckeyes are beating up on Rutgers, 49-21, to 11-15 to go in the fourth. Yeah, boy. Justin Fields doing the damage, 303 passing yards, five touchdowns. Isaiah Hunkasino, 58 rushing yards, and Garrett Wilson, 104 receiving yards and one touchdown. Need I say more? Uh, with 9.14 to go in the fourth quarter, Oregon is having an easy time against Stanford. 28-7, Tyler Duga has 188 passing yards, one touchdown, also has 85 uh, rushing carries and one touchdown, and Simi uh, Bielko, 79 receiving yards. South of uh, 10-17 to go in the fourth. Number 15, Coastal Carolina 
Uh, having lost easy time against South Alabama, 20-6. Desmond Trotter has 228 passing yards. Carlos Davis, 73 rushing yards. And Jalen Heli, uh, Jalen Heli, 95 receiving yards. As for some finals, well, I thought it was going to be a more competitive game. Florida beat Georgia 44-28. Kyle Trask. 474 passing yards and four touchdowns. Zamir White, 107 rushing yards and one touchdown. And Malik Davis, 100 receiving yards. Cincinnati over Houston, 38 to 10. Leighton Toon, 189 uh, receiving uh, passing yards and one touchdown. Jared Jokes, 184 rushing yards, one touchdown. Nathan Delhi, 60 receiving yards. Moving right along, as we mentioned, Indiana over Michigan, 38-31. Joe Milton, 344 passing yards, three touchdowns. Stevie Scott the third, 97 rushing yards, two touchdowns, and Ronnie Bell, 149 receiving yards and one touchdown. Oklahoma State uh, holds off to beat Kansas State 20-18. Will Howard, 143 passing yards, one touchdown. He also had 125 rushing yards and one touchdown. And Dylan Stoner, 62 receiving yards. Marshall over UMass, 51-10. Grant Wells, 228 passing yards, three touchdowns. Brendan Knox, 118 rushing yards and two touchdowns. And Artie Henry, 71 receiving yards. SMU over Temple, 47-23. Shane uh, Bouchale, 355 passing yards, four touchdowns. Ulysses, or Ulysses, uh, Bentley, 79 rushing yards. Kylene uh, Granson, 149 receiving yards and one touchdown. Another uh, slot fest here as Oklahoma crushes Kansas 62 to 9. Oh boy. Spencer uh, Rattler, 212 passing yards, one touchdown. Uh, Stevens had 104 rushing yards and two touchdowns. And Austin Stronger had 75. Receiving yards and one touchdown. What a mess. 62 to 9. USC holds off Arizona State in that thrilling game, 28 to 27. Uh, Keaton Lobos, 361, uh, 81 passing yards, two touchdowns. Eugene Daniels had 111 rushing yards. Drake London, 126. 125 receiving yards and one touchdown. Texas over West Virginia, 17-13. Jared uh, Dodge, 317 passing yards. Uh, Robinson had 113 receiving yards, and T.J. Simmons had 71 receiving yards. Liberty uh, holds off Virginia Tech, 38-35. Hendon Hooker, 
Oh, hooker. Okay. 217 passing yards, three touchdowns. He also had 156 rushing yards and one touchdown. And Trey Turner, 90 receiving yards and one touchdown. All right, that takes care of uh, your top 25 for NCAA. So now we'll move on to the pros for tomorrow's games. And they go like this. Well, now, first we'll do the standings, and then we'll do the and then we'll do the uh, pros here. All right, so the NFL goes like this: the in the AFC uh, East, the Bills six and two, the Dolphins are four and three, Patriots are two and five, and the hapless Jets are zero and eight. The Steelers in the North are seven and zero, the Ravens are five and two. The Browns are five and three, and the Bengals are two five and one. In the South, the Titans and Colts are five and two, and the Texans and Jaguars are one and six. In the West, the Chiefs are seven and one, the Raiders are four and three, the Broncos are three and four, and the Chargers are two and five. Over to the National uh, Football Conference in the East. Philly is three four and one. Washington two five and zero. Oh. The Cowboys are two and six, and the Giants are one and seven. In the North, the Packers are five and two. The Bears five and three. The Lions are three and four, and the Vikings are two and five. The South, the Buccaneers are six and two. The Saints are five and two. The Panthers are three and five, and the Falcons are two and six. And last but not least, in the West, the Seahawks are six and one. The Cardinals five and two. The Rams are five and three, and the 49ers are four and five. But still, uh, it's despite a game below 500, it's still respectable being in that division. Hey, look, last place in the in the West is a lot better than being first place in the East at this point. So. I gotta say, you know, you have to give him, you have to give him credit for that. At least it's a more decent division than what we've been seeing this year so far. Because the AFC, because the NFC East is pathetic. All right, tomorrow's games go like this: the Broncos will face the Falcons, the Seahawks will face the Bills, the Bears will face the Titans. Moving on, wrong. Okay, the Panthers will face the Chiefs. The Lions will face the Vikings. The Giants will face Washington, whatever you want to call them. The Texans will face the Jaguars. The Raiders will face the Chargers, which should be a fairly decent game. The Steelers will face the Cowboys. The Dolphins will face the Cardinals. And the Saints will take on the Bucks. We'll have to see what happens with that one. All right, I have some MLS action for tomorrow, in case anybody is interested, and it goes like this. Chicago Fire will take on uh, New York City. The Columbus Crew will take on Atlanta FC. D.C. United takes on Montreal. Miami takes on Cincinnati. Red Bulls take on Toronto. Orlando takes on Nashville. The Philadelphia Union take on the New England Revolution. Houston takes on the Colorado Rapids. LAFC takes on the Portland Timbers. Minnesota faces Dallas. Salt Lake City takes on Kansas City. Seattle Sounders take on San Jose. 
And Vancouver takes on the LA Galaxy. Just to make a note of that. All right. Uh, some hockey notes I mentioned, uh, like I mentioned here. Blue Jackets forward Yusuf Lindquist uh, is recovering from surgery from a torn uh, labyrinth in his left shoulder. Recovery time was expected to be about five to six months. It became a chronic issue for a number of seasons set by the team's general manager. Uh, he had been able to perform at the highest level until a cyst in the area had developed over time and could not perform at the level he once did. As a result, surgery was the best surgery was the best option and does hope to be back with the team later this season, depending on when this season actually is. So we'll have to just wait and see about that. Uh UConn has suspended all men's basketball-related activities after a player tested positive for the virus. Uh, the player was not mentioned, by the way. The school made the announcement on Thursday, but it did not identify the name of the player or when he contracted it. Uh, the school will hold off activity until contact tracing has been completed and is ruled safe to resume practice by medical experts. The Huskies are scheduled to begin the season December 2nd in the Legends Classic which features Vanderbilt, USC, and BYU. Don't worry, guys. I think they're going to be able to do it because there's plenty of time before that starts. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule it out just yet. So hang tight. Over to some brighter news. Uh, we're going to have an NBA season, after all, as NBA representatives approve a December 22nd start for a 72-game regular season. Thank goodness. Um, the plan was approved Thursday night. That includes a reduced 72-game uh, schedule. Um, and it was, it was approved and by Executive Director Michelle Roberts. Both parties are planning to discuss the opening of free agency as quickly as possible after the November 18th draft to accommodate player movement with such a short window to the opening of training camps on December the 1st. But I'm just happy that we're going to be having a season again after all. <laughs> uh, in a statement, NBA Player Association said additional details remain negotiated and the Player Association is confident the parties will reach agreement on those remaining issues to begin the upcoming season. So that should be done with them, done about a week. And training camps are scheduled, like I said, December 1st. Thank goodness. All right, um, I have other college basketball news here. As Louisville is going to be able to be hosting a one of those in-season tournaments that usually is associated with the start of the basketball season, it's called the Wade Houston Tip-Off Classic, and there are nine teams involved, and one of them is my Seton Hall Pirates, which is only 20 minutes from my house. It'll feature Seton Hall, Western Kentucky, US, UNC Greensboro, Winthrop. Uh, Arkansas, Little Rock, Duquesne, Southern Illinois, and Prairie View A&M. The nine teams will play 18 games over a 10-day stretch, which coincides from November 25th to December the 4th. Um, breaking down as conference-wise, Western Kentucky is the Conference USA, Greensboro is the Southern Conference, Winthrop, Big South, Little Rock, and Little Rock Sunbelt, all favorites in their respective conferences, while Prairie View won the SWAC last season. Louisville and Seton Hall are potential 
NCAA tournament teams once again. And the schedule is highlighted by Louisville to play Seton Hall on Friday the 27th, which is the day after Thanksgiving. And they will be playing at the... They will be housed at the Galt Hotel, House Hotel, which is connected to the KFC Yum Center by an elevated walkway. <laughs> oh, boy. The school said the event will follow the health protocols established by the ACC conference. Well, so at least we're going to have that, and I'm happy about that, too. Because, um, you know, usually usually it starts off with a Maui Invitational, but that's going to be out the window this year, which I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, on to some baseball news here. As the um, postseason awards are going to be handed out soon, and Mets pitcher Jacob deGrom is going for his third consecutive National League Cy Young Award, and Dodgers outfielder Mookie Betts could become the second player to win the MVP award in both leagues is not done very often. So DeGrom is up with stiff competition between Trevor Bauer and UB Darvish. They're the top finishers for the Cy Young Award and balloting by the Baseball Writers Association of America. Betts and Freeman are up for the, are up for the award for the American League for the MVP. Uh, so Mandy Machado as well are the finalists. The top three finishers for each of the Baseball Writers Association of America were revealed on Monday, and the winners will be announced at some time, sometime next week. Uh, Freeman batted 341 with 13 homers and 53 RBIs for the NL East champion Braves, and Machado hit 304 with 16 homers and 47 RBIs for the San Diego Padres, which had a very respective uh, finish this year. So we'll just have to wait and see about that. Like I said, it'll be announced next week, probably, I think, Monday or Tuesday. And But uh, one award that has been uh, taken care of is the Silver Slugger Award, and Atlanta and the White Sox just cleaned up uh, those awards that were handed out on Thursday. Uh, winning for the Braves was Ronald Acuna Jr., Freddie Freeman, and Maxwell Uzna, who each won the award for the second time. And first-time winner, Travis D. Armand. That's on that side. The Chicago White Sox led the American side with three Silver Sluggers. Shortstop Tim Anderson, left fielder Elroy Jamirez, and first baseman Jose Abreu who won the award for the third time after batting 317 with 19 home runs and 60 RBIs. It was the first honor for Anderson and Ramirez. Uh, Dodgers uh, outfielder Mike Trout received his eighth Silver Slugger Award after he batted 281 with 17 home runs and 46 RBIs this season. Mighty impressive for only having a 60-game schedule, if you ask me. To go figure on that. Uh, one more item here. We know it's been a rough season for, of course, college football and conferences, but um, and we know that Trevor Lawrence has been the favorite, mostly to win the Heisman this season. Not anymore. He is not. He is no longer the favorite, according to multiple sports books. Alabama quarterback Mac Jones is now moving in that role for the Heisman Trophy, favored by DraftKings. 
closely associated by well, by Ohio State quarterback Justin Fields, of course. And Justin Fields and and Jones are co-favorites uh, to win the award thanks to FanDuel's sportsbook. Lawrence, the odds-on favorite to win the award for much of the season, tested positive for the coronavirus last week and missed Saturday, last Saturday's game against BC and is ruled out in tonight's game against Notre Dame, which I still don't think it's fair. I still don't think it's fair. I mean, it's not his fault that he's out. Lawrence with okay. even money to win Lawrence the Heisman Trophy and duel before last week's positive test. He's now 2-1. to one. Lawrence had completed 70.7% of his passes for 1,833 yards as well with 17 touchdowns and two interceptions. BYU quarterback Zach Wilson is 30 to 1, followed by Alabama Hubert Demonte Smith, Christian Tide running back Reggie Harris, and quarterback Kyle Kraft is 50 to 1. All right, so, and uh, that, I'll leave it at that, and I'll turn it back over to you, Taylor. All right. Yeah, just, I put in those two messages in the chat on my own. Yeah, in my own uh, chat box, Rutgers now has 27 points against Ohio State. I don't know how that could happen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, they the Scarlet Knights have uh, the Scarlet Knights have uh, Greg Schiano as their head coach. Yes. Uh, quick scoring update here: Clemson now has the lead over Notre Dame, 33-26, with two minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I saw I saw that touchdown right there. Now, yeah, it's two. Two minutes. Uh, Notre Dame's got the football, um, but yeah, unfortunately, that's not in my format. So uh, we're gonna have to sign off. Um, I'll, let's do um, five o'clock tomorrow. All right. All right. I'll Just, yeah. Unless, unless uh, my uh, my brother-in-law and nephew and my sister come over just to make some disruption disruptive noise upstairs so um yeah just disrupting me in particular got it that's yeah that's why my that's why my family just screws me over every time Uh, i'm ready to move out so that that being said that's probably my uh Closing statement right there, but 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 that's only personal. It's gonna stop. I gotta move out. So all that being said, that's gonna do it. We'll talk tomorrow at five when the Lions duke it after the Lions duke it out against the Vikings. Um, for Lewis and Order, this is Taylor Phillips. Uh, download the Viget app. Referral code Stables with a capital S. TTFN. Tata for now. Power to the people. Good night, folks. Good night, folks. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.